So it is the, what the fuck is the date? The 3rd of October, I believe. And the Michigan, if you don't live in Michigan, this does obviously not apply to you, but it does affect you. I think it affects everybody in the country because um, Florida, as we know, or you should know, unless you're living under a rock or you're apolitical, which mm, that's fine, um, completely opened up. Their governor, DeSantis, totally did away with any coronavirus restrictions. This state is officially open. Obviously, if people want to take it upon themselves to wear masks and protective gear, I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. Um, and that's the way it should be. And obviously, like a lot of other countries, has a, have adapted this mentality and this means to deal with just personal illness or personal autoimmune deficiencies um, for a long time. Uh, if you know somebody with lupus or any other um, kind of compromising illness, then you'll know that they also do this from time to time to protect themselves. And I think it's good to have awareness of public health and safety, but I don't think that it's correct to put your public or <laughs> your personal health on anybody else. So that being said, I think that there's been really good things that uh, this COVID bullshit has taught us and I'm here you know I'm here for that so there's been some good takeaways from it almost everything has been negative but I'm an optimist so I think that it's spread a lot of awareness about cleanliness to some people um I really enjoyed a lot of those memes going back to like the early parts of the lockdowns and pandemics where people were like what the fuck how come I can't buy any cleaning products now like y'all y'all suddenly want to clean when you never bought hand sanitizer before. So while I don't agree that hand sanitizer is the best thing for you because it used too frequently can actually um, dry your skin out and destroy your protective oils and dry out your skin, create cracks where germs and bacteria can actually survive. So and that is a proven that is a proven study. I think it was done out of the University of Michigan, actually. That regular soap is more effective than hand sanitizer. But if you're on the go, we have kids or whatever. So one, I like that COVID has taught people a lot more about like cleanliness and protecting themselves. Um, I also really fucking, I traveled during the pandemic out of state and I flew I'm a cheap ass, so shout out to Spirit. Actually, it was a really good flight. I think they've kind of like corporate like revamped themselves and rebranded. Um, it was excellent both ways. Totally professional, really good um, stewardesses, stewards, whatever, flight attendants. There you go. And just smooth flights. The planes weren't scary. I've flown them in the past like 10 years ago, and I'm totally on board where people are like, Spirit's terrifying. It's not. Not from my recent experience. But um, obviously, it's required to wear a mask on the plane right now mouth nose everything unless you're drinking or eating which is stupid and they did serve in-flight food and um the attendants were a little bit like nitpicky to some people who wouldn't put them over their nose I'm one but I have long hair so that hit it ha <laughs> ha um I just I have glasses it's get glasses problems if you pull it up over your nose your glasses fog up and if you wear fucking glasses you know what I'm talking about so I hate it but I actually enjoyed 
that like we didn't that we were all wearing masks on the plane if we had to do that for forever i would be fucking cool with it because there's nothing more annoying to me than flying on an airplane and people around you are fucking coughing and people are generally fucking stupid and retarded and i'm constantly in like public places and i hate being in like an elevator or an airplane or on a bus or just anywhere that's pretty fair like a theater and some fucking jackass always just coughs and you hear like this nasty throaty phlegmy fucking cough and you're like dude even if you fucking put your hand over that like there's little nasty particles in the air now and they're in my fucking hair probably so that the fact that when I was flying I had like red eye flights so I had nasty coffee breath going on but I didn't have to worry about other people smelling it (laughs) so I like the masks in enclosed areas I feel like we should always do that on a flight but I mean again it is unconstitutional really so I counter, like, I I go against my own, like, beliefs because I'm pro-constitution 100%. But I still think that's a positive. I liked that. I think it's conscientious to do in a closed space. And it should be up to personal preference, but I would be okay if it was highly encouraged. I liked that. So I liked that. I liked the promoting of, like, the cleanliness and public places. And my absolute favorite thing from this that I hope people do forever now is fucking practice social distancing. Not like the six feet away, like COVID distancing, but I cannot stress to you enough how much it irks the shit out of me when I'll be in line at a grocery store or anywhere or just fucking standing in like a general crowd. If it's not like a packed ass fucking venue, but you're just kind of like, you know, in a line somewhere or whatever, the case may be inside, outside, there's always some motherfucker that you encounter at least once a week who wants to stand like six feet behind your asshole. And it's like, dude, can you back the fuck up? I hate that. That is such a huge pet peeve of mine. People who don't have like any give a fuck for like personal space. So do I think people need to stand the six feet apart? No, I don't even encourage that. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And it's not even practical in a lot of spaces like tiny little gas stations or in an elevator, like I said, or whatever. But if the room allows for it, please back the fuck up and give me like two feet. Like that's just courtesy to me to respect people's personal space. Like nobody wants a motherfucker standing on their heels. Like get the fuck out of here. And I don't even know why you do it because what if they fart and you don't hear it, but you're like breathing in their butt particles. Like I just don't understand like why there's just weird people out here who just want to be up on your fucking booty hole. But anyway, so getting back to the original thing. I just do like stream of consciousness when I record these basically and have a general idea. So forgive me. I just like that format. It's, it allows for more fun. Um, this affects everybody, in my opinion. So Florida completely reopened. Right now, I think it's in the Idaho Supreme Court that they're fighting and contesting all of their um, unconstitutional um, like pandemic lockdowns and measures. Uh, North Dakota, I don't know if they've been fully open, but I know they're, they were super lax. And then there's a couple other states. Um, Atlanta, I believe, is already fully open and has been. It might have been one of the first. Or not Atlanta, I'm stupid. Georgia, sorry, in Georgia. But look, I'm not a citizen of every single one of these fucking states, so it's not my priority to know exactly what they're doing. But when I heard that Florida reopened, I think it was last week, I was like, fuck yeah, baby. And I know Idaho is about to. So they're like highly contesting it right now. And like I said, there's a bunch of other states. Um, Georgia is one. Wyoming, I believe, is another. And North Dakota, who like never really fully shut down. So everything's on a spectrum, right? Because we have 50 states in the union. And in case you're 
just oblivious. What that basically means is we're a federalized union of 50 different separate democratic republic states. And the term state is basically to refer to each individual territory's sovereign state as its self-governing body, almost like its own country. And that was the idea that the founding fathers had. They wanted each territory, each state to basically be and operate as its own country inside of a union that, you know, um, united them. That's why we're called the United States. If you go to another country, specifically like Europe, I don't think this is current, this is more of an antiquated term, but um, several decades ago and previous to that, a country referred to itself as a state, not on paper necessarily, not necessarily by name, but in but in conversation, if that makes any sense. Like a state in, outside of America, we have it conflated with like state is just your part of this country. But outside of America, a state is basically synonymous with country. And we're not exactly... 50 separate states, obviously, because we all fall under federal rule, but that is why each individual state has its own state constitution, governor, which is like a mini president, its own um, Supreme Court, its own legislative branch, its own judicial branch, etc., etc. So everything's on a spectrum. Obviously, some states handled this completely differently and more draconianly, in my opinion. I really like the term that some people have started to use during this whole fiasco called um, coronatarianism, uh, because the measures are specific to the coronavirus. And had it not happened, obviously, it wouldn't, these wouldn't be in place. And if it was something else, it'd be called something else, you know, atarianism. But, um, we know if you pay attention to the news at all or anything that's like not completely biased news that basically um, California, New York, New Jersey were, mm, I want to say, probably the most extreme and draconian with their lockdown measures. But it's interesting because I never really hear anybody talk about Michigan, any like major journalists or news outlets talking about Michigan or lumping Michigan in with those other aforementioned states. Ah, dogs, be quiet. Which is hilarious to me as a Michigander because we absolutely have been. Um, In no way that I'm aware of has our government, well, specifically the governor and her offices, handled our lockdown measures really any differently than New Jersey, New York, or California. Um, There have definitely been more draconian things in some of those states. I'm going to turn off my Roomba. Stop. You've done enough for today. Um, But I guess actually that's not correct because when I think of some of the really extreme things I've heard, I don't really think that's like a state thing. It's been more of like a county and local level, like Chicago. And then obviously I think a lot of people who've been keeping up with this crazy shit, like the crazy shit, um, have heard about LA County. They've, their mayor has tried to do some really wild shit like if you have people gathering in your house, in your own fucking house, you have to wear a mask or they were threatening to turn off your water and possibly other utilities. Like, what the fuck is that? What is that? I'll tell you what it is. It's illegal and I'll tell you what it's not. Or it's illegal and I'll tell you what it's not. It's not constitutional. So, 
And then obviously the mayor of, um, what the fuck, Olympia and Seattle, both of them respectively, I believe have also done some crazy shit. Um, completely, 100%, like overarching county and city-wise, I'm not really sure because, again, I don't live there, although I do have family in both of those areas. But there's obviously been a lot of um, political hypocrisy, I'll just put it like that. As far as, like, you know, the Chaz and the Antifa and blah, blah, blah. Like, one rule for thee and not for me kind of a thing. Like, it's okay if they protest. It's okay if they don't social distance. It's okay if they vandalize and commit acts of violence and destroy property. You know, acts of violence against law enforcement, other citizens. You know, it's okay if they impede people's travel. It's okay if they fuck with the people who live inside of those zones' ability to move freely, which is unconstitutional. But... To everyone else who's not a fucking criminal or an avowed Marxist who's part of a terrorist organization, you will get penalized under the law. So it's so I think Washington, it's not necessarily statewide that they've had all of these extreme lockdowns and measures, but because two of their major cities, their capital and their other largest city, have done this kind of shit, then I'm still going to lump them in with a crazy bin. But that being said, Michigan is fully and 100% and has been there. Um, I've bitched about Governor Gretchen Whitmer before. <laughs> um, and all, all her lovely nickname, Glory. Uh, we've got a lot of them here. Shitmer. Uh, what's the other one? The play on Hitler. So Whitler. Uh, wide-bodied Whitmer. I came up with that, actually. But I've seen it being used on some boards on social media. Because the bitch is huge and she's like doubled since she got into office. Um, dress stretch and Gretchen. <laughs> the, like, no, you know, I don't think it's cool to like make fun of someone's appearance necessarily. But if there was ever a bitch who deserved it, it's her. Because she's just a like gaslighting asshole. And honestly, like, I thought for a while and well, for moments, like here and there, that people were being kind of like, uh, how do I put it? hyperbolic when they were talking about how she is like a dictator and she's a tyrant and blah, 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 blah. But she really well and truly, honestly has been. And the, like right off the bat, I was actually excited for her to announce the lockdowns, but I have to remind you that this was back in March. So this was before we had seen a death spike and then any leveling off anywhere in the country. So what I mean by that is to say that back then, brr, over 200 days ago, I was like probably most Americans and I was like terrified and I was concerned. I'm like, oh my God, are people going to die? Like, you know, there was so much crazy shit being said. I would wake up every morning and the first thing I would do is sit down with my sister and we would talk about the local, or the local, the state, the, you know, nationwide news, read all these different outlets listen to reports, listen to the task force videos, um, Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci and all kinds of shit, and then read like infection rates. And there were things that were going out saying that like, oh, there's going to be like one in eight people infected or 50% or, you know, millions of people are going to die, which obviously never happened. And so when Whitmer initially announced like, 14 or 15 days to slow the spread. We'd think I would know that because everybody, 
mentions it and jest and, you know, sardonically and shit like that. But anyways, be that as it may, two weeks, essentially. Two weeks to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Um, I was like, good. I'm glad that she did. Because she was actually one of the very last people to declare a state of emergency and enact lockdowns on her state. Which, at the time, I fully understood. We already were not going into work because our owner was, like, freaked out. Everybody was freaked out and we wanted to be safe. And there were elderly people who worked in the offices. So we were like, no, we're not going to go in and risk infection. One of us could already be infected. And we don't know because they were saying, you know, it's two weeks before you can have symptoms or test positive, which now is bullshit because everything is inconsistent with this, yada, yada, yada. But... When she was late, I think it took her almost a week after most of the country had closed down. I guarantee you it was because of the unions here, because we have the auto unions and so on and so forth, and it's a huge manufacturing state. So she probably had to get with the leaders and maybe even people from the federal side to come in and negotiate, handle how things were going to roll forward with payment. Is it going to be federal unemployment? Are they going to... Whatever. I'm not going to bore you with that, but... So anyways, when she did finally declare, I was like, fuck yes, thank you. Oh my God, like, let's all just stay inside. You know, I was all about like the quarantine and like stay home, save lives. Um, But then I would say like, so that was March, April, like mid-April. I want to say it was like between the 15th and 18th was when everybody, even biased news sources. So like everybody, including like the White House was saying, this is when the death peak is going to happen and it should like curve down after that or it'll plateau and then it'll go down or whatever. Well, when we had our highest amount of cases, (laughs) I remember sitting down that morning for like probably two or three days in that time period, you know, because is it going to happen specifically on that day? Uh, Who knows? So like in that two to three day window, I was sitting down with my sister, you know, having my morning coffee with her and we're like, okay, how many people passed away today? What's like the new update on numbers? And the death spike, you know, it was like not even a thousand people. So inside of a month, we had the lockdowns and then the slow the spread bullshit, everyone's staying home, everyone's social distancing, everyone's wearing masks, nobody's fucking going to work, the plants everywhere were shut down, blah, 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 people are working from home, everyone's on motherfucking unemployment because they were furloughed, and literally like not even a thousand people died. So at that point was when me and my sister and my household and, you know, pretty much anyone I knew who had a lick of common sense were like, okay, this is not as scary as we thought it was. It's kind of not going to be a major thing. It's kind of a nothing burger. But I guess we'll be cautious going forward and, you know, see what happens, obviously, and um, not get too optimistic. Just, But yeah, it never got worse. It has obviously declined ever since. I think that infection rates obviously skyrocketed, but that was because of testing, um, and the death rate never went back up So to what it was. So they were correct that we reached a peak, and then it was steadily declining since then, months ago. Um, was 200 days ago, probably around 150 days ago. So, you know, several, several a month. And yeah, ended up being basically... A nothing burger and the skepticism just continued from there with the people who were going to be skeptical about it and I <sighs> hold on sorry I'm baking pumpkin seeds because I'm white and it's fall but um 
Yeah, you babies can stay in there for a minute. But anyways, so I was getting off anyway. It doesn't matter. The point being that we basically shut everything down for essentially nothing. It didn't even end up being like 2% of what it was projected to be. Yes, our state was hit probably, I don't know, what, in the top five potentially. But like as far as infections and death rates. But again, we have had a lot of testing done here. We're also a fairly populated state. I mean, they think there's over 10 million people who live in Michigan. We have a lot of international travel. We have a lot of wealthy people here. So we have a lot of huge offices. A lot of businesses are based out and obviously manufacturing plants. Oh, and what I was going to say about the infection rate everybody kept prattling on about and the governor and her offices kept saying, oh, but the infection rates are skyrocketing. Well, me, personally, I'm a punk rock kid, always have been, well, always was as, you know, a kid and a teenager. Um, so I've always had a really healthy distrust for authority. And that goes for Democrat, Republican, Independent, anybody who's trying to tell me what I fucking should think. And or news, you know, I don't care if you're centrist, I don't care if you're apolitical, not partisan at all. I don't want you fucking telling me what to do and what to think. I would rather go figure it out for myself and then make my own informed decision. If we happen to land on the same place, that's absolutely fine. But if I don't agree based off of my own, you know, investigations, then fuck right off, will you? So I was listening to a lot of different actual doctors um basically ever since this kicked off and then I'd say like mid to late April was when a lot of you know I would call them basically whistleblowers came out and started saying this is never going to be as big of a deal as what people are making it out to be um infectious disease doctors immunologists people who've spent their entire careers people with PhDs doctors who were working in hospitals so on and so forth who were risking their lives and their reputations and their jobs to come out and say this. I mean, not risking their lives like there's going to be assassins, but like risking their lives in the sense of their job, their security, their reputation, blah, 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 to come out and be like, this is bullshit. Because a lot of the, and it's pretty common knowledge now, or at least in the sense that like this isn't completely suffocated, it's been reported on enough that you can actually find this yourself by doing some basic searching Um, obviously some search engines are very, very selective about what they'll show you. And that can be based on your location, your age, and whatever else the internet has learned about you. Or some of them are just completely biased about what they'll show you in general because they have their own political, uh, reasons for wanting to suffocate certain information. And if you don't believe me, there's even a documentary on Netflix about it now. So Netflix has fucking spoken. Listen to them if you don't believe me. Um, that a lot so these doctors were basically saying like yes coronavirus is real covid-19 is absolutely a thing it is a thing that exists it is a disease it can kill you it absolutely can kill you and yes it spreads and it's fairly easily spread but it's not as easily spread as sars i've heard a lot of them say that i've heard some not bother to make the point they're just like yeah it's easily spread but it is what it is um but one thing that i heard Every single doctor bring up, and for weeks, you know, months now, was that COVID-19 is a SARS. And, like, the, uh, 
It's in the same family. It's like a sister disease and all of them are different strains of coronavirus. So like the coronavirus is its own family tree and like SARS is a coronavirus. The common cold is a coronavirus. COVID-19 is a coronavirus. So even though they have different um, mortality rates and blah, 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 they are all genetically related as viruses and they come from the same family tree. And that is why even if you have COVID-19, you might not express the same symptoms as somebody else because it's very closely related to things that express themselves as pneumonia in some people. In some people, it expresses itself like the common cold, which is a coronavirus. So, um, and then I've heard a lot of doctors say, and going back, this is one of the things you can research yourself. Uh, just make sure you cross-reference to several different search engines. I do also. I use Google sometimes out of convenience. I like Bing. Bing seems a little bit better, which is shocking because it's fucking Bill Gates. Um, DuckDuckGo is bullshit. They're owned by Google. I don't like them. Never really liked them. I put them through the test that a lot of 4chan people were talking about like years ago, which is if you want to know how biased a search engine is, type in American invent Inventors, uh, click on images, and then see what propagates. And this started probably around like... 2000, I would say like between 2014 and 16 when everybody get, started getting like super hyper political and like SJWs were like, the term SJW originated, let me just put it that way, because of how it was socially here. Um, and like the white erasure, you know, it was several years ago when people started, if you've never heard of this, but like people started printing out papers that literally just said it's okay to be white and posting them all over the country and people were freaking out about that and like just it's violence it's violence it's white supremacy it's whoa, it's racist just because they said the most innocuous shit ever which is it's okay to be white because there was was still is a whole bunch of like anti-white sentiment in the media flying around and obviously elsewhere now because it's been given you know shelter and it's been given voice to you know, it's okay. It's okay to express outwardly like your anti-white sentiments. So anyways, if you type that into DuckDuckGo, American Inventors, the only shit that comes up for like the first three pages are black people. And I don't have a problem with that in and of itself because obviously there have been African-American, black people, whatever you want to call them, that have invented shit here. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's the fact that it's only black people. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that I'm very clear that I don't want to erase anything that they've done as a as a race. And I don't want to diminish anything that they've done, period. Especially as it pertains to American history. I love American history. But if it was only white people and you knew that was patently false because there were people from other races who'd contributed, that would be also a problem. So... I put them through the sniff test test. This was years ago before Google acquired them and that was what propagated. It was exactly what all of the other major search engines were doing and in my opinion, a conceited effort of white erasure. Um, no, you can't erase white people necessarily, but anything that you can do to diminish and erase our history as a people and our contributions and just make us be bad, absolutely. That there's a conceited effort, consorted effort, and um if you disagree with that, then quite frankly you're willingly ignorant. And you might have your own reasons for wanting to be willingly ignorant. It could be hate. It could be because that's uncomfortable to you. So, but it is. It's the fa It's a fact. So, again, if it was only white people, 
that would be historically inaccurate, also wrong. If it was only Native American people, that would be historically inaccurate and, and wrong. If it was only men, that would be historically accurate and wrong. I think on a fundamental level, not even on a personal basis, I think that's completely wrong to not be historically accurate with our fucking history. But the fact that it was literally only black people, I was like, okay, so no no browns in there. No whites. Got it. Um, and that is kind of crazy because when you think of the history of American invention, you're literally glossing over so many of the biggest inventions in modern history for the sake of, you know, social justice. So to to try to learn about American inventors that way, you're completely glossing over, like, um, the fax machine, I don't know, the fucking telephone, electricity, the light bulb, goddamn, uh, what the fuck is the Morse code shit called? Beep, 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 that fucking thing, that machine... I don't remember. I mean, I didn't live five million years ago, so I guess it's okay if I forgot what that's fucking called, but it'll come back to me. Anyway, the telegraph. The telegraph. You're forgetting about the fucking telegraph. How dare you? So, um, anyways, you can find this information. That people testing positive for COVID-19, they're testing positive for a coronavirus because coronaviruses are extremely common. They are the most common virus. Okay, and it's important that you know this because I just learned this. Why the fuck would I ever know this? I'm not a fucking doctor. You know, I didn't go to medical school. I don't even give a shit about it as a passing fucking interest or hobby. So, yeah, this was news to me and that was like, poof, that blew my mind. That's why I continued to research it. I wanted to hear it from not one, not two, not five. I wanted to hear like ten doctors say the same thing independently of each other from all across the country. And they kept saying this on different separate interviews or... Um, of their own volition, making their own videos and uploading them. Some of them have even said that a lot of these COVID tests, A, are debunked and don't fucking work, which we know, and this was somewhat reported on, but that a lot of them are testing for coronaviruses and not COVID-19. So if you've ever had the common cold and you still have those viral antibodies in your system, you're going to test positive because you've had a coronavirus. So that's a scam. <laughs> that is bullshit. And I don't need to go into all the reasons why people were fucking complicit in this, like hospitals and shit. Obviously, it was for federal funding. There, I said it. Never mind. I went into it. But that's all. Look into it on your own. I'm not here to blah. But all that to be said, 30 and a half minutes into this shit, that um, we've had extreme lockdowns in Michigan. Okay, bars can't be open. They can't serve alcohol, but if you are a restaurant and serve food, you can. So some bars were working around this by opening up a small menu, a limited menu of like chips and salsa or like fucking carrot sticks or whatever the fuck. Um, and literally, like if they weren't equipped with a kitchen, they'd just go buy Tostitos and salsa and be like, hey, we have a menu now and produce a menu. And therefore, they were able to be open. Um, you have to wear a mask inside of a restaurant unless you're sitting down. If you're at a booth, you don't have to be eating. You can just sit down and not wear a mask, but to go to the bathroom or to leave or whatever, you have to fucking stand up and put one on. You obviously had to social distance. The schools are fucking shut down. Everything is remote. I think a few select school districts are going like every couple days on, off, on, off, you know, with different students, but it's not normal, obviously. It's not what has been. It's not status quo. So that's drastic. And 
a lot of people are working from home and I can only imagine parents that, you know, there's been a lot of parents who've had to try to accommodate that now that they're constantly having children home during the week if they're still working. Even if they're working from home, take it from me as a parent who has a kid who I take to work. This shit is not easy. Um, and I have an easy ass fucking kid, but you know, the also social distancing, no fast food restaurants are open at all. Only drive-thrus, anything that has a drive-thru can only operate as drive-thru. Um, the fuck, what the fuck else is there? There's been so many things. Mask mandates, obviously anywhere, motherfucker. But interestingly enough, lacks on other things. Like, I was in Colorado during the pandemic, and they stopped all liquor sales early now. We we drink here until 2 a.m. Always have my whole adult life. Uh, but there they were quitting liquor sales at 12 a.m., which normally for them it was also 2. I know New York it's 4, I think. But I don't know how that was affected. It's probably, they probably just stopped it completely. So in Colorado, they only would sell liquor until 12 Um anywhere bar or anywhere else which I don't know how the fuck that affects shit I don't know how you being able to purchase liquor at your local grocery store whatever at 1 a.m is gonna affect COVID but here you go and that's just that goes back to the whole inconsistency of it how every state handled things differently every county every this every that um on such a sliding scale and none of it makes any fucking logical sense cohesively when put all together like it doesn't it doesn't so the beautiful thing that happened, I think it was yesterday or the day before, the Michigan Supreme Court ruled unanimously that Governor Gretchen Schitmer's executive orders passed April 30th. So I'm assuming, yeah, it was 15 days of slow this spread. I think that on April 15th, she was like, boom, we're in a state of emergency lockdown. So two weeks later, after April 30th, everything that she did after April 30th has now retroactively been deemed unconstitutional to our state constitution and two different and two different clauses in our constitution. So there's two different acts that declare it unconstitutional. Or I think one, but then I think actually one, it was, I think it was unconstitutional under one law on the books on our constitution but she was using a different law in the books to keep it going and extending it. It's October now, but the Supreme Court ruled that that act is actually unconstitutional, so it's going to get ripped the fuck up. And it, just to give you some perspective, it was from like the 1930s, so chill. Um, laws are allowed to update every 70 to 100 fucking years. It happens all the time, and sometimes outdated laws like that need to get fucking thrown out. So our state Supreme Court, which is pretty 50-50 party-wise, unanimously voted all of her executive orders unconstitutional and illegal after April 30th of 2020. Which means for us in Michigan right now that you do not have to wear a mask anywhere. A private business cannot force you to do it. And you don't have to take it from me. I just listened to, listened to a constitutional lawyer in my state explain that. So a private business cannot ask you to wear a mask based on the grounds of the federal mandates. Here in the state of Michigan, it is against our constitution. You do not have to wear a mask anywhere. All of the way that the educational system has been handled here does not have to go forth if the school district by, you know, local municipality or whatever by district wanted to start sending all of the children back this Monday, which is in two days. 
to school full time as normal as per usual that would be completely fine it would not it would it, there's nothing barring that from happening at this point now her executive orders are null we do not have to social distance i just spent almost the entire day here in my house taking care of my kid cooking and cleaning and the entire time researching this and listening to this so for hours today so i know what i'm talking about um, and I believe and trust and have faith in the sources I was listening to. Um, I think that one of the lawyers I was listening to, his name is Catherine Henry. So if you want to look into her, I will be, she has a YouTube channel. I have subbed it today. I will be following her in the future. She is hardcore, a hardcore constitutionalist. So am I. It was giving me a complete fucking boner listening to her talk about it. It was awesome. She is a really smart woman. And I get off on listening to super smart women who are not nuts <laughs> talk. So Michigan is open. Michigan is free. The executive orders are unconstitutional retroactively. They never should have happened. They were never constitutional, first of all. That is what the Supreme Court decided today. They were never constitutional. Because even a public health crisis, nothing allows for Jesus motherfucker out in the country you always get these fuck bags with these loud ass cars but um it was never uh warranted by anything we had on the books and she reached the limit of her executive orders her state of emergency ended after the two weeks she declared it that's all she has in her power to do it by everything post not not legal so if you want to know about what kind of a psychotic bitch this woman is too, she literally has run all over the internet and talk shows and media and been like, this is very unfortunate and I vehemently disagree. And she has on the record now said, no, her executive orders are still in effect for 21 days. That is absolute bullshit. She is bold-faced fucking lying. Or is it bald-faced lying? I feel like it's both. But either way, she's baldly bold-faced lying. Okay, that is not true. They ended after the Supreme Court, the second that that mandate came down and their judgment, their judgment came down. They are illegal. You do not have to abide by them. Bars can open up. Uh, nobody has a social distance. You can do your max capacity all you want. Schools can go back. She is fucking lying. She is a fucking psycho. She and a lot of people who know in the state and elsewhere who pay attention have been saying this. And I thought they were kind of hyperbolic, like I said at first. Definitely agree for the like better part of this year now at this point, but to anyone who thinks that's hyperbolic, just listen to, listen to her, her talk about it. This was a unanimous decision. It had bipartisan support. And she is bold-faced lying to people saying that there's 21 days until her executive orders are not, you know, not in effect. That is absolute 100% lies. And she is a fucking liar, and she's a fucking gaslighter, and she is, she is, she pulls the bait and switch. She's not a good person, she is not a good leader, and I will continue to stress this every time I bring her up, that she is a child of privilege. Her father is the CEO of Blue Cross. She has never had to work a hard job or an honest job a day in her fucking life. She is the meaning and definition of privilege. She uses her vagina as a defense mechanism anytime someone raises criticism against her. She uses all the stereotypical SJW talking points. She is extremely pro-Planned Parenthood, which when a couple of years ago when Project Veritas and others, you know, 
exposed Planned Parenthood as chopping up fetuses and aborted babies and selling their body parts. I was like, this is absolute bullshit. And I believed the stories that said it was debunked. Now, if you want to do your own research, that has been completely verified that that does happen. So this is essentially what could be common knowledge. But she, knowing that this is information the public can readily um, acquire, is extremely outspokenly pro-Planned Parenthood which I am extremely against. I think that if they want to operate as a business, that is their right, because I am 100% in favor of capitalism, as long as it's at some point managed. I don't believe in monopolies and um, oligarchies, you know, business oligarchies, but corporate oligarchies, whatever. But they should absolutely in no way be funded by taxpayers. Absolutely in no way should my tax dollars go to that, and I feel that is very unconstitutional, because that removes my um my free will as a christian to not support abortion now as a christian i am pro-life i do accept abortion within reason if it is truly a health risk i believe that if you truly 100 percent know that your child is going to be born with some type of deformity and it will die immediately after birth or something i also believe you should abort the you should be able to abort the child because that also comes down to a quality of life issue for that child i watched a documentary a couple years ago about an extremely religious christian couple who knew they were having conjoined twins who shared i believe brain enough brain that they can't survive they wouldn't be able to survive outside of the womb once born without a bunch of assisted medical equipment. And every single health professional advised them to abort the pregnancy because the children would die. But she went through the full term, had a C-section, the children were born and died within a couple minutes. And I just couldn't imagine as a mother going through that, going through putting your body through that, and then seeing and holding your own children and then watching them die. And it was your fault. And it was completely avoidable. They could have been aborted early term. Yes, they still would have been children who died, but you and your husband wouldn't have gone through that agony. All of the people who partook in that pregnancy and that delivery wouldn't have had to go through that trauma. I swear to God, like that is traumatic as fuck. And those poor children wouldn't have had to go through that, you know, in a fully developed state and then die. I mean, it's just sick. It's just sick. So I'm not a zealot. Um, I believe in it within reason, but I don't believe in, you know, late-term abortions or abortion as birth control. You know, if it was up to me, the shit would be cut down by, like, 95 fucking percent. So, that being said, even though I'm not a super zealous, like, 100%, like, hardline pro-lifer, I still feel like there's a conflict there that if you wanted to make the argument it's unconstitutional because it, you know, it restricts my religious freedom to make my taxpayers support a pro-abortion business that makes profit off of something that is expressly against my religious beliefs and that of tens of millions of hundreds of millions of others potentially in this country that is I don't know why that's not addressed I think that Roe versus Wade should be completely torn up and it should be on a state-by-state basis and let the constituents of those respective states um, decide for their own what they want by taking it up in the ballot and, you know, contacting their senators and so on and so forth. Um, but anyways, so she's an evil fucking psycho. And she has absolutely 100% gone against her own executive orders during the entire lockdown. You know, she was like, you can't vote. 
you, and again, I think I brought this up previously, but it was something absolutely completely counterintuitive to itself. There was just no, no form of any type of logic behind it, but it was something like if you're on a kayak or a canoe, you can do that. But if you're doing something with a motor, you can't, um, or vice versa. If you're on a boat with a motor, you can go on a lake, but otherwise you can't if it's manpowered. I'm not really sure which one it was because again, it was so fucking mind bogglingly retarded, but after that, I guess it was a boat you couldn't do because her husband was caught launching his boat off of a lake. And if you live in Michigan, you know how sacred the lakes are to us. We have more lakes than any other state. We have more coastline than any other state and probably almost anywhere else in the world except for like, you know, ocean, ocean coastline. Obviously, we have the most fresh water in the entire world and we have more inland lakes than any other state in the country. And I think in Michigan, you can't be more than four miles from a lake at any given time. A lake, a proper lake, not a fucking pond. Our state is just nothing but lakes. Nothing but lakes and trees. It's a forest. We live in a fucking forest. It's beautiful. Um, and water activities are a huge part of almost every single Michigander's life. If you don't kayak, then you canoe. If you don't canoe, you water ski. If you don't water ski, you jet ski. If you don't jet ski then you're a swimmer. If you're not a swimmer, then you're, you know, you're a fisherman. And if you don't fish, then you, you know, I could go on and on. It's, it's a huge fucking part of life here. And over the summer, she restricted people from essentially being able to do any of that shit for no fucking reason, which I'm sorry, but you can't really be more socially distanced than being on a fucking lake in a boat. But there you go. And, um, So Nancy fucking Pelosi getting her hair done at a salon, knowing it goes against the lockdown orders, then complaining that the salon set her up is basically the same thing as Whitmer being like, oh, this is my own personal executive order, but then my husband can go boating. The bitch also doesn't have any fucking roots. I'm sorry. You can tell me that she's using box day all day fucking long, but no the fuck she isn't. She's a privileged ass bitch. I know for a fact that bitch probably had her, I don't know for a fact, I'm just being stupid, but she probably had her hairstylist coming to her fucking gubernatorial mansion and shit. Oh, and she's also extremely left and anti-borders and anti-the wall and anti-Donald Trump and literally erected with taxpayer money shitloads of, like, fencing around her entire property to protect her, but didn't give a fuck that people were tearing up the capital city for weeks on end. And no, it wasn't the Trump supporters or the anti-maskers. Like, the media would lead you to believe they didn't do shit and they caused zero problems. It was the fucking BLM and Antifa riots after George Floyd. Who she was out there with, by the way, with no fucking mask on. Talking about, yeah, it's your right to protest. Not social distancing at all. So she's just a big fat ball of bullshit and lies. And she's extremely politically motivated. Um... I guess she thinks because she's a woman and a Democrat, this is going to advance her political career, and it probably will with some people, but she is absolutely, she is absolutely a coronatarian, and her executive orders post-April 30th were illegal. I will not be wearing a mask anymore. I screenshotted all of the things I needed to screenshot to show anybody who tries to step to my ass going forward. I have also pretty much not worn one. Just as a side note, I wear it under my chin if I go in anywhere. I do not pull it up. I have altogether stopped bringing it in 50% of the time, period. And only had one issue. So, fuck it. I'm pretty much, you know, I've pretty much been on that. But um, they're illegal. You don't have to do that anymore. 
Um, it could, it is subject to change possibly if she tries to come up with some other avenue, but as of right now, nope. And I look forward to going back to my normal motherfucking life. So I feel like there was something else I was going to bring up other than that really good news. So that's good news. Um, I'm really personally hoping that Trump gets reelected because that'll put a kibosh on this shit once and for all. The debates were retarded and absolutely outlandish and no, I wasn't happy with everything Donald Trump said, but that's, that's going to be next. So you're free, Michigan. Go enjoy it. Don't fuck this up. If you want to wear a mask, absolutely feel, you know, if you feel that's something that you want to do to protect yourself, I 100% support that. I... Couldn't care less if 80% of the population wanted to wear one for the rest of their life out in public. I think that's a weird precedent to raise my daughter under, who's only three years old. But if that's how it's going to be, and if that's what people want to do and that's their prerogative, I fully support that. I have no issue with it. I'm going to think you're kind of dumb. But I'm not going to infringe on your personal freedoms. So please, don't fuck with mine. All right. Have a good night. I know I will. I'm going to go eat those fucking pumpkin seeds.